Y'all need to get in tone because it's a cultural conversation. It's a cultural conversation. It's a cultural this conversation. Funny, like I promise. I bet. That's hilarious. Bet. Let me get my uh. Let me have my phone. Nigga lost his phone again. Per everyday occurrence, you got up to look for the phone that was directly next to you, sir, didn't you? Yep. And I had to get my water, so that's I'm gonna use that as my bailout. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna go right into it. I didn't look at these notes, but I'm pretty sure plenty full because I was tight scene typing stuff and I got some stuff I know I could say mm-hmm. off top. All right, uh, yo, 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 it's your boy Steph, and this logic's what I am with episode 43.5. Um, we just want to let y'all know thanks for tuning in. 43 episodes of talking about um nothing to some people and something to some people. Okay. Um, we're gonna kick this off asking why do all y'all women think most men are gay? Like we always talk about this, but like yeah, I really scratched my head about this because <laughs> oh, man, talking about men being gay and men doing and now it's February 12th and Valentine's Day is Sunday, and I've already seen memes like if your man, if you buy your man something, then he gay for letting you buy it. <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. Cause sweetest day is for men. First of all, my homegirl has a blog um, where she just posts all these celebrities. Mm-hmm. And she posted that uh, who from Chicago said something about Valentine's Day. Uh, Ari's dresser, Tay, whatever. One of them fucking people that be with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said like, yeah, man, sweetest there's for men. And I commented on there. My comment got like 500 likes. I'm like, first really? of all, nobody knows what the fuck a sweetest day is but us. Okay. I was going to say, that's really a Midwest thing. That's it. It's it, a Midwest it, thing. Even if you go to St. Louis, I was in St. Louis, I was like, oh, who day? And, and that's the Midwest and that, too. And, so and that's they don't the Midwest. Know. Exactly. So yeah. like, it's really probably us in Detroit. We the only two niggas that celebrate this <laughs> Two shit. niggas. We the only <laughs> niggas that looked on the calendar and said, oh, it's a day for Niggas, <laughs> <laughs> hey, come here, look at this shit. You need your check Friday. And even with that, it's like if you look it up, it's not even really about yeah. like the same way Valentine's Day ain't about women. Sweetest Day is not about men. It's we just love. do that shit. Yeah, we just do that shit. So if motherfuckers want to, I, I don't care what anybody do for any holiday. I feel like as long as you ain't hurt nobody, celebrate a holiday. How the fuck you feel like? So you you said what did your comment say exactly? I was just saying that um nobody, I was like, nobody celebrate, nobody know what the fuck this is but us. Mm. I was like, how the fuck is everybody you telling people um they need to celebrate? Nobody know what the fuck this is. And if you want to buy your man as a teddy bear, buy him a teddy bear, you know. Right, right. And I, I mean that's the thing about it too. It's like if you want to go ahead, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like they they gonna call me gay for this. I feel like if yo if you celebrate Valentine's Day, you shouldn't have a problem with celebrating Sweetest Day. If if Valentine's Day is about the woman, like say you're a woman in a relationship and Valentine's Day has always been about you, and you ain't know nothing about Sweetest Day, and then you hear about it, 
and you get an understanding that a lot of people may celebrate it for they for they nigga for their boyfriend for their husband. I feel like shit, just use that opportunity to do that, right? I mean Man, I if, want my love on Valentine's Day. Sweetest then they don't even have cards for that shit. That's you know? true. Like look, but they I'm saying like regardless, <laughs> you know, right? But that's why I said if if you're a woman and you feel like Valentine's Day is about the woman, that's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying like if you already celebrated both ways, that's not what I'm saying. Women, if y'all think Valentine's Day is for women when Sweetest Day come out, make sure you get him a Sweetest Day card. That's okay. all I'm saying, right? Like, no, if, I'm if saying, you... like, good luck finding one, bitch. Oh, like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. not finding, <laughs> you're not you finding one. Hey, you know, we don't give a fuck. You get us a fucking <laughs> gift that we wanted, and we straight. Like, it, it ain't gotta you be, no you ain't fuck, gotta man. happy Sweetest Day. I, you know, I ain't finna trip because you ain't give me a Sweetest Day card or some fucking chocolate. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I was gonna say, they need to vamp up this new gifts for fucking millennial women or whoever the fuck. Because how many fucking teddy bears are y'all going to stuff? Accumulate. I mean, nobody wants to meet. It gets to a point where in your relationship where your girl got so many teddy bears that you bring one home and she's mad. It's not even a gift. It's <laughs> like, put this? Exactly. Like, <laughs> the kids don't want it. Like, just, you should have took it back. You wasted $20, 10 to 20 5 to $20 on a fucking bear. Okay. <laughs> No, that's why they start coming out with the life-size ones with the fucking grizzly bears that take up yeah. a wall in your house. I was just going to say, yeah, but after the month of you having it, you ready for it to fucking go. And I was going to say, after you get that joint, what's the point of getting another one at that point? I if, mean, if I get you the biggest bear possible, I can't get you a bear ever again. <laughs> I, I can never girl, get you a bear. I got my girl one of the big-ass Unless something bears. happens. And like when we moved here, it was in the way, and I got rid of it. I was just gonna go. It was in the way. <laughs> gotta go, Wait, fella. so you got rid of it? What did she say? Yeah, she didn't care either. I think that shit is only cute when you live at your mama house. When you got all this fucking precious space of your own, you could just put a big fucking five foot bear in your bed. Like, ain't no fucking grown man. You come home from work, this big nigga in your. You mad this big as fuck. You, why the fuck you got this bear in this bed? You got you no, that see? bitch better not ever be in the bed. That motherfucker gotta find a corner that can fit in. You see what I and then in my corner, shit, I need all my space. Right. My corner. Nigga, no, man, you gotta go. You gotta pack your shit in. That go motherfucker be in storage 364. Yeah, see, that's that's <laughs> no point of fucking having it. That motherfucker gotta go. Y'all need to fucking gifts. Y'all need to got a new way to get so to these about, women's hearts. Besides, uh Buy Smokey. Buy Smokey. Yeah. <laughs> I need a new fucking way. I know I got a way to my heart, nigga. I'm buying all these fucking vinyls. I'm a motherfucking vinyl king now. And I got more vinyls coming. Motherfucking. I just want with a new joint. Real quick, I got Steph Stash. We got new shit coming. Okay. That just if you if you listening to this on audio version, that's your fault. Okay. You only mm. you I'm not even gonna I might name some of these. <laughs> But you're not gonna see. I'm not gonna got the MF that Doom. That's that. So cold. That's all you gonna. I got the poster too. Y'all know how hard it is to get one of these right now, yo. The poster is the, the same image. Yep. And you know where it's going on my wall. <laughs> it's uh. But yeah, these is hard as fuck to get. They sell out in like two minutes, even before then. <sighs> and the other one that I got, the one mm, food, that one is reselling for like two fifty, and it's reselling in like thirty seconds. Got my boy. Mad Lip, it's another, it's just an instrumental. Schoolboy Q, I just told mm. you, this one of my dogs, I love that nigga. Fresh talk. I got Flea Lord, a lot of y'all niggas know who this is. This is an up and coming legend, man. He's low key a Griselda affiliate. Mm. So this is 
gonna be reselling. I'm playing it. I I play my vinyls first of all. I'm not just holding for forty years. No, bitch. Oh uh, yeah, that's how my collectible action figures. Motherfuckers be like, no, you keep it in the fuck that. No, I need to display no. them. I need to display. I don't want them in the package. I just that fucking don't. Be. I don't care. I got your shit right here. You know what I'm saying? Thirty eight special. I ain't the. I ain't, damn, you got the vinyl? I was just listening to that today, trying to make my fucking phone die. Well, I mean, I was listening to it because I wanted to listen to it, but trying to make my phone die. My baby mama, man. She R.E.G., damn, you done got all these in a matter of what, a week? Nah, some of these I've been here. I got currency. I I started off, my, Ari was the first one. Ari and Schoolboy Q was the first two I grabbed. Like, ever? My boy this and Harry Fry. That's some fire. Yeah, my first two was Ari Lennox and Schoolboy Q. And mm. I think Freddie. I because I bought no, it was three. Because I, I did it at the same Freddy time I did it now. First. So all y'all vinyl collectors. Yeah, I was gonna say all y'all vinyl collectors, real quick, just make sure y'all pay attention to Target. They do have vinyls. You they have buy two, get one free. But mu- music, movies, and games are usually used this time to buy two vinyls and get one free. So make sure y'all hop on over there next time. Cause by the time y'all hear this, that sale is gonna be over with. Um I got also got another MF Doom straight instrumentals. This straight heat. This re, that ain't reselling for a whole bunch, but they mm-hmm. hard to get. Freddie, this was this first one. I got so I got Freddie, Ari, and Schoolboy Q was my first three. Mm-hmm. Then I got another Fred. You know what I'm saying? I got the special okay. yellow one. We already know that one is like 200. Yeah, I got this. I also got Benny the Butcher. I got his first out al- his album. I got that vinyl coming. I ordered that a long time ago. I got Larry June vinyl coming. I pre-ordered that a long Sheesh. time ago. I got uh I think tonight I'm gonna go ahead and get that Mac Miller. I'm gonna go ahead and get um I don't know, I'm unsure because I was gonna say, look, by us watching Nipsey Hustle die and we watched uh Kobe die, I just been sitting here thinking like I do got my niche classics of people, and it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy because now like when I'm collecting vinyls and I'm seeing how they reselling, I'm sitting here thinking like, do I I honestly done broke it down to who I think gonna die soon. That's fucked up. And not, Damn. Not or do you I mean when they die, it's gonna be impactful? It's gonna be so impactful. That's what I'm saying. Like some niggas, like I was sitting here thinking, like I gotta, I gotta halt everything I want right now and get every Jay Z vinyl right now. Now mm. I was like, I was like, after this three, I was like, it has to be a Jay Z vinyl. Well, yeah, so, but that's not because you think he gonna die soon. It's because if he dies, he, oh. it's meaningful. Shut the fuck up. He's, not he's getting old. older. He's he getting, older. Okay, he's not sitting, old. I, okay, I'll be sitting here like Flea Lord. Flea Lord is like 25. I'm not out here like I gotta get Flea. If I'm doing that, it's because I'm afraid the price is gonna go up because of the rarity. Yeah. Jay Z is not is not really the rarity. I just watched what they did with MF Doom. And I'm not trying to be like, Oh but man, yeah. I should have got that. And you can only imagine what happened with Jay Z if yeah, what you exactly. saw happen with MF Doom because he's way more uh, what's the word? Um, he's way more loved, way more popular. Every but, all of yeah, that. Uh, well, I mean MF Doom, but he's more. At, I don't abstract. I guess he's just not in everybody's face. Ooh, you know, like uh, Doom. Yeah, Doom, oh, yeah, and his yeah, shit yeah. was that. Yeah. So, so Jay Z is only gonna be. Matter of fact, speaking of Jay Z, I think one of the, one of them. One of his albums did not have a vinyl. I was just looking them up yesterday, but they was bootlegging it. 444 didn't have a vinyl, but there was bootleg. Nigga, the bootleg is selling for $300. Mm. 
Get the fuck out of here. And he's alive still. Imagine exactly. what happens. He he's alive still. Shit, man. Motherfuckers, you know, pro- so. motherfuckers prorating these albums. They know what they finna be worth. They like, nah, you got to pay yeah. this shit now. Did you see me days ago? You even see me looking up the R. Kelly and Jay-Z vinyls. Yeah. Man. You know what it's I'm like saying? The, so, despite R. Kelly, that motherfucker, it don't matter how I good still that music get all was. Because the R yeah. album, motherfuckers not finna like, if R. Kelly dies, like the R album is not finna just be cheap yeah. or tp2 is not gonna be not. like i'm and it's just does life like yeah. sorry if you hate him but <laughs> motherfuckers gonna pay for his music mind no you we what got yeah, well, Go we no, got totally saying. off of uh <laughs> women call it niggas gay <laughs> well it's, it's all good we just, <laughs> it's just funny we, just, we talking about the music and where we ended uh, up fucking I think no matter what happens, if somebody died, niggas still gonna play R. Kelly. I wish, and half the people still gonna cry when they play that shit. So mm. I mean, it don't really matter. And honestly, by them taking it away, it's only gonna make it because it's gonna be like more. There was this really good R&B singer that we all used to love. We can't find his music now because they said he <laughs> raped some women and some shit. So, uh, I just wish you could hear it. It was good. Yeah. But he was it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be more coveted. This, and I'll be right there try, with it. If t- you try to hide it. Yeah. I, I'm a, I think I'm gonna go get me a TP2 vinyl. I'm just and I'm gonna keep that bitch sealed. I got a TP2 CD. But I think it's a clean version though. Uh-huh. I think it's a clean version. I think it's a you clean was, uh, You was buying clean CDs? I didn't buy them, nigga. When I, I was able buy to buy it, I got the the, the parental advisories. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a gift. Or That's my, crazy. No, you know what's funny about it? My uh, One of my little white homies, his mama bought me that as a birthday gift. And uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. My white friend. friend. I had a white friend in grammar school, G. And I wanted Why that CD. Mama buy you? Oh, you told her. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, I, okay. like, it was like, what do you want? And I was like, the R. Kelly CD. She bought me the explicit version, brought it, and my mama saw that saying. She was like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no, you gotta take it back." She's like, "Oh no, you can't get in." This mama ain't care, so they took it back and brought me back the clean version. I'm like, "Yo, that had to." I was in there too. I was like, "Oh shit, I got the parental advisory." Until my mama saw that bitch. Took How it old back. was you? I don't know when that come out. Two thousand and one. Damn, you asked for an R. Kelly album as a kid, <laughs> bro. I loved R. Kelly's G. I loved R. Kelly. <laughs> when that shit come out, I don't know what my phone just tried to bring up, and I type when I typed in TP two. My man said, "Yeah, you get R. Kelly." I looked at G. my son like, "What?" I man, I, that's my people. Shit, my parents was playing them. Shit, I mean, that's what, my next explicit version. Two thousand, nigga. I, Two, yep, it was a birthday gift. Two thousand, November seventh. I, I was, I was, I was ten. I would never 10. be. I cannot imagine a ten-year-old ex for I Kelly CD. Gee, I what's I think, but you know what though? It was our wish, and it was yeah. our wish that made me want it. It was wish was fire. It wasn't the sex songs, even though I grew to I listened to it and liked it. Hit it hard from the back. You was in there the front, huh? Gee, I was into that song like I a motherfucker. Why they got you a clean version? You, that, <laughs> your mom was like, I don't know what he about to do. He ten. What moves you gonna? You know, I don't know if you ever seen that video with that little boy. There was like behind the apartment complex on like the little air conditioner thing. And dude was like mm-hmm. dancing on the little girl. I was like, go Demarcus. Go yeah, DeMarcus. yeah, yeah, yeah. So your parents thought you was gonna fucking be playing that shit. Bro. At man, <laughs> gee, I, I, I wanted the, I wanted the album for I wish, and probably uh, I could be tweaking. Will you buy like I don't know, 
but I really know I loved I Wish. Like I loved that fucking song. So I probably wanted it for that and heard them other songs and I fucked with them. I liked all that shit. Feeling on your booty, uh, TP2, all that shit. Probably was creepy as When you say it out loud, I'm like, damn, I was into these sex songs at 10, but I, I fucking was. <laughs> yeah, nigga, that's <laughs> that's crazy. Imagine your fucking ten year old, your ten year old daughter walking up talking about, let me get that Janae. Uh, what's her? I can Janae never. Aiko. Yeah. You like what? What? <laughs> like yeah, she was talking about when I spit and sit on it. Like you don't be like. <laughs> You gotta eat the booty like groceries. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You gonna be like, what the fuck, bro? Oh man. You said uh funerals are sick business. Fam, did you ever have you ever thought about the concept of funerals? Like how sociopathic the first person was to sit there and be like, damn, your child died. Well, if you give me $3,000, we can make sure they go away in the best way possible. In the best style. <laughs> in the best style. You have, you know, they'll put them in the best clothes. They'll look perfect. And we put them in this fancy casket that nobody will ever see again. And we're going to put it in the ground. Yeah. Just give me three, $3,000. I'll take $2,800. i will yeah. take $2,800. And we can do all that for you. Like, bro, like, I just think that shit sick as fuck. Like, Somebody dies and and there's people out there that's like, let me see how much money I can make off the fact, excuse me, off the fact that these people are grieving and they probably don't have enough money to afford anything I'm about to tell them, but they're going to try to get it because they feel like they have to bury this person the best way possible, even though nobody's ever going to see them again. And we have to make up all this bullshit as to why you should do it, where none of that shit matters anyway, because there's nobody has ever told you that putting somebody in a casket and putting them in six feet under is the most peaceful way to go, because you ain't never talked to nobody that's in the afterlife. I don't know where that came from, but I just think of it as you like a little close over- to the mic. I don't know where that came from. I just don't know. I, I don't know where that came from. I just think it's a respect thing for. um. For whoever's dead, you know, uh, despite the prices and shit like that, I mean, if, if I if I know I'm never gonna see my mom again, I go put her literally go bury her in like a hole of sand. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that though. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. It's other people out there that, that I think think like. What if that. she asks you to do that? My mom asks for a lot of crazy shit, but I don't mean. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I feel, my, but no, like, okay, not like literally, sister, like, go put me okay, in in the sand. But like, what said, if she said, what if she said, bury me in the most inexpensive way possible? She did. She wants to be cremated. Okay. She want to be cremated, and she said she don't care if she gets made in the jewelry or if she, she just sits in a vase. Mm-hmm. <coughs> my sister <coughs> wants to be thrown in the fucking ocean. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so. <clears throat> I mean that's cool, you know that's that's all respectable, but like um, to just be like, all right, man, you know, my you dead, it's gonna cost five thousand, you know, to have everybody come look at you, even though you dead. But to be honest, we know you dead. We can just go put you back here in the <laughs> hole and 
for about five hundred dollars, and you know, you know, I yeah. think it's just the respect. Thing. I don't think nobody really want to see, um, they their person that they love just kind of like because this is the last because like again, like I, I think you said once you said. I know you may have lost, you lost like, you may have lost like an auntie or uncle. And yeah, I never lost like nobody super close. duper close to me. But when you lose somebody super close, it's just like, it's it's just so intense that you just, like I yeah. watched my stepdad when his brother died. He was in there damn near like, give my brother the gold casket and this and this. Cause it's, it's beyond, I mean, they do kind of play into it with the pricing in it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it is also that emotional aspect that people like, um, cause now they dead is shit you could never have said to them, depending on what what. So you feel like, like I gotta do the most. My brother was. Yeah, some people, some people, I think they. I'm not gonna say compensate because the reason why they do it is because, like, let's like my stepdad and his brother, they weren't on the best terms, but when he died, all you heard my stepdad talk about was like my brother did this when I was a kid and. And this, and it's almost, it almost sounded like he like, I gotta repay him. You know what I'm saying? He like, this, this is my little brother and he did this. He ain't had to do this. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you also got the aspect of the uh, the relationship. Like I said, I don't mean to get all creepy, but like I said, when I pass away, I kind of know what it's gonna look like. You know what I'm saying? I know how many people gonna be affected. I was literally driving today and I was like, why the fuck do people like me, bro? Like, I was <laughs> like, I don't hang with nobody and I always find people that just, Hit me up, yeah, bro. What up? Like, I just got some weed today from my man's I went to high school with, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't talk to him a whole lot in high school. He gave me all this weed for nothing almost, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, bro, I fuck with you. And I'm just like, why do y'all fuck with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like for no benefit of like, first of all, I'm nobody. Let's get that straight. And if you thought I was, there's no benefit. I don't go nowhere. I don't <laughs> be hanging out. I don't got shit to give you. You know, I ain't never yeah. given nobody nothing for them to even run off and tell you, you know, yeah. oh, he smoked some of the baddest weed with me or he gave me money or he, you ain't getting none of that from me. I don't really fucking know. I asked my twin brother there. I was like, I don't know. People just be fucking liking me and I don't get it. <laughs> like, I, I hear you, G. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely experienced moments like that, whereas motherfuckers will just randomly do some nice shit for me. And I'm like, I ain't even did nothing to deserve this. One of my frat brothers one day, bro, I, like. I, I, my PlayStation Network shit went out. And this, it also is a difference of motherfuckers just having abundance of shit and they giving. But like, my, I ain't had my network. He was like, bro, get on the game. I'm like, get my shit right now. And I can't afford to pay it right now. He's like, all right, I'm throw you a dub and get you the three months or whatever the fuck it was for three months. He threw me that money for three months. I was like, I didn't ask for it. And I, mind, mind you, this is one of my frat brothers. I don't converse with him on a regular basis or nothing like that. It was just like, here, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers in my fraternity, like, here, you and your girlfriend, go go out. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I know y'all deserve it. You know, just just go out together. It's on it's on me type shit. Like, you know, it's just it's just crazy. Like, I, I definitely I definitely get the aspect of of you want that to give that person their respect. But also if you got it, you got it, whatever. You know, it's to me, it's not smart, even if you got it. But you know what? if Go you ahead, don't ahead. have it, it's like I never under any circumstance know if I go that I want my family to break the bank just to put me in the ground. Like I you know literally shared that meme and I laughed because I felt it like, bro, funerals are so expensive. When I die, just throw me in the garbage. Like <laughs> it was the funniest shit ever. But I was like, bro, if you cannot afford it, don't do it. But I'm gonna give y'all tips. 
right now, I'm gonna let you talk in a second. Uh, the you five tips. Say what I'm gonna say. Go ahead. Yeah, like you don't have to embalm. You don't have no, to embalm. Okay, Go yeah. Ahead. You don't have to embalm bodies. Um, you probably was gonna get into health insurance, life insurance, but you don't have to embalm people. You don't. You you freeze bodies and they'll be perfectly fine. Embalming was for fucking Lincoln when he was going on a world tour to show his body when he died. You don't. You're not going on a world tour. You just need to to be presentable. If you have an open casket, you can freeze a body and present it at the funeral, put them in the ground, whatever. You don't need the most expensive fucking. I swear to God, you can wrap a body in cloth and um, like the same effect would happen putting them in the ground. Like you don't have to fucking do that. All this, all that shit is stupid. Like you need to find people that are host your funeral for free at a place. You know what I'm saying? Like Ain't it's possible. Funeral for free unless you. Po- it's man. possible. I'm not saying it's easy. Uh, I'm not even, saying it's easy. I'm not saying not it's easy. Happen. I'm telling you, it's, I, it's not possible. Happen. Like uh, me, you get per- donated. Like say I have a say I have a, a a facility, I I don't think that first of all if I know you yes it depends on how I know you not just because I have a place you can ask me and your funeral is gonna be free that's why I said it's possible not easy so it's say like my closest friend from college lost their mother I personally don't feel it in my heart to charge them for that like that's me I don't know about everybody else. How rare is that? How many of us got friends with like a fucking funeral home on deck? No, I didn't say no. I'm not saying it's a funeral home. I said that's why I said a facility. I didn't say funeral. Like you don't have to. That's another thing. You don't have to host it in the place that hosts funerals. You know, like I know people that held funerals at dance studios, bro. And you know what I'm saying? It sounds kind of weird, but it's It's like. That it's just that shit is tacky to me. I'm not. That's but see, that's the thing. Like I, I think that people just (laughs) kind of program themselves to where it's like I have to, like you said, the respect thing. It's kind of like we feel that way just based off of what we've seen and know, and you know that's normal with everything that we do. For me, the main thing is this. Like you were saying, you knew I was gonna say healthcare for pennies on a dollar. You can just get healthcare. And mm. th- like all this shit is not healthcare. You talking about life insurance, right? Life insurance, yeah. life insurance. My bad. You get life insurance, and all this shit is not a problem. You go get your fucking Gerber plan, okay? You still have money to give your family. I'm not saying go spend twenty, fifteen, ten thousand dollars or nothing like that. It's just like I- I've been to enough funerals, like I said, to like I've been to like good funerals before. You know, like where you got these people. Like my grandma was so loved that it you have to have a big place because. Who are you to be like, well, you ain't family. I don't want you to, you know, you don't know how much this person loved this person or how much, mm. like you just said, your frat members that you don't even talk to as much blessed you. You know what I mean? People was blessing my grandma once they found out she had grandkids that, you know what I'm saying? She does like, oh, Lois got her grandkids. And let me send Lois some, Lois, you need this. And Lois, you, you know what I'm saying? So all of these people, they loved her enough to get her money while she was living. When she gone, they fucking lost it. They, they, she not even here for them to even, help you know what i'm saying this whole mm-hmm. person that they that they was first of all that's what that, that's what'll fuck you up a lot more too so you helping somebody you watching somebody and you helping them that's like you going to help one of your frat people out like you letting them stand at your house because they're going through tough times and then next thing you know they fucking pass away not and i don't mean to get that extreme because i'm saying like that's what was happening with my grandma they was mm-hmm. helping her rather financially emotionally and then she passed like they know she's struggling then she passed you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying now you like, I got to go to the funeral. I got to right. show some type of respect. So right. you almost got to have, you know what I'm saying? For, and then for them, if you if you had the money, like that's another thing. If you had the money to afford a bigger space, 
you know, I don't think the person that's there gonna be like, nah, let them niggas sit in lawn chairs. They're gonna be like, <laughs> you know, I kind of want this to kind of be, cause that's how I look at it. Cause I know my shit is gonna be impactful. I don't want niggas there pulling out the most best memories of me talking about, man, y'all don't know this nigga was like this. And we in a fucking lunchroom or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just not how I always looked at how I want like my legacy, how I wanted it to end. And like, it was people talking about Nipsey Hussle funeral for why that shit was in verses, G. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit bigger than like, I know money can be a, like, you could be like, it's a lot of money. But that's why I say like, if you just got life insurance, if you go get even $50,000 in life insurance, you can get a crazy funeral for five, like $10,000. Cause first of all, if you work in your job, I already give you some degree of life insurance. So that can be, and that's my, what my job giving me is enough to have a decent funeral. Like mm-hmm. they'll give you five, I think we get 10. Mm-hmm. If you, my girl, like depending on where you work, it gets even better. If you work in healthcare, like my girl, you got like 20. And she, mm-hmm. that's, that's for free just for working there, you know? But mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't, I wouldn't sit there if I went to somebody's funeral because I have had it in my family where one of my favorite aunts, she had, she didn't have life insurance. So they like got her cremated and then they had like this thing at like down the street from my house. During our first, you my first like episode, I think one of the first ones, I was fresh off a funeral and I was coming to come shoot. You know, I don't know if you remember, but we had it at like uh, the Calumet Park, uh, I don't wreck town hall, whatever the, mm-hmm. it was. And it just didn't, it just didn't feel like a funeral. Like this was a lot of our favorite aunt. You know, this is the, this is my aunt that kept it 200%. While my other aunts would be like, that probably didn't happen. She didn't want like, no, them niggas is getting a divorce. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. they fuck, you know what I'm saying? So everybody loved her. That's who I was living with. You know what I'm saying? When I came mm-hmm. back and um, when they had a funeral, it was just like, first of all, since it wasn't in a setting, like niggas was just like wearing regular clothes. I'm not saying you got to come with all black on, but it just, it just felt like we was at, we was just there to eat together as a family. Mm-hmm. Like niggas was in here with like just t-shirts on and Air Max and fucking, uh, that's you it. You just felt like the respect level wasn't there for it, what she deserved. It wasn't because man, when they had people talk, it was just like my uncle who always come save the day. He came and talked, and that was just it. Cause nobody, it don't put you in that feeling. Of, man, you know what? A good, a good example how like feelings and like environments can matter. When you sitting there in a with your fret friends and they just like, hey, Mello, hit some works. You probably gonna if you do dance, you probably gonna hit the weakest works there is versus matter of fact you know what is a better example because i'm not even gonna use work because you more into like the style of dance you dance if you with your auntie and your uncle and your mom they like show us some of your dances it's gonna be <laughs> some probably some of the wackest and they might be like this is what you're doing but versus when you in that mode when you in the battle and it's like they ain't seen you hit that mode you know mm-hmm. what you it's like you know what you can actually do you know what i'm saying you like this ain't the environment for all this I can't really get in the mode. Like Trail hit that with me for he like, let me see your footwork. I'm just like, bro, I just can't just do the shit. I mean, I gotta battle somebody. Like, <laughs> if you wanna be, be impressed, right? <laughs> so I mean, I, that's how I felt. It, we was just sitting there, man. And to be honest with you, this is like one of my favorite aunties, and I had actually was gonna actually try to speak at this funeral. I watched mm. my uncle. And I already knew my day was coming in the family where one of us was, it was my time is coming. I'm going to have to be speaking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My family know I'm a speaker. So it, my uncle, if something happened to him, then I'm going to have to fucking fill that void. 
you know, right. and I just was like, I'm not going up there and doing that, man. I'm like, it, it just don't, I'm gonna say this shit and niggas gonna still be around here eating, licking their lips on this chicken. And you know, my aunties, them, it just didn't, it wasn't no funeral vibe. I don't mean, I didn't want to be there to cry, but it just, it didn't feel like we sent the off. I give, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Like I, I ain't even been in that type of setting, but I, I can understand what you're saying. Like, it's like, oh, I, what, like you said, I'm not here to cry, but I don't feel like I'm at a funeral. Yeah, and you know, you it's even worse when go, you know how that person made you feel. Yeah, you trying to go pay your respect and it's kind of like, it's, you kind of can't like that. It's just like, uh, but I do think on uh, to pay devil's advocate, I do think the funeral homes, they do play into those emotions and they do price those things very high. Like I said, my stepdad was trying to pick out like a fucking $4,000 casket. And my mom was like, yo, whoa. It's like, <laughs> she's like, no, I, look, we can compromise. You can get a little nicer one than that little wooden <laughs> box over there. But she, she told him, she was like, you know, he's like, there's this, he's not really living in there. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. And, and, and okay, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say in the play and for me also, I, and I'll close up my, just my portion on it and let you float on it. I was going to say, uh, I don't go to, I don't go to, um, to cemeteries. I don't be going. You mean like if somebody passed, you don't visit them? Nope. They ain't there. Ain't yeah. nothing there but a box and some bones. They ain't the, yeah. the spirit. It ain't there. Like you, I, you can reach them wherever you want. Yep. My grandmother is probably not even a mile from my house. I ain't been there. And you know, my grandmother is basically my mother. I ain't been there since 2009 when she passed. Mm -hmm. I know I'll take that back. It went like 2010 because I lost it. And I, I just went over there and talked to her. But that was what I thought was her. Then I got older. I'm like, I'm nothing here. Mm -hmm. That's why they got that. They got that meme. They're like, can you clean a, a cemetery at 12? Yes, nothing's here. <laughs> nothing, unless, the, unless the spirit just like, you know what? I actually like this place. I'm going to just... <laughs> Okay. I know I can go <laughs> everywhere in the world, but I'm gonna stay right the fuck here. Yeah. Like, no, I ain't yeah. no motherfucker. First of all, ain't no spirit doing that shit in Chicago. All the spirits is in Miami or some shit. To my Miami. Oh, fucking spirits. <laughs> spirits mad in the bitch. Snow it again. They ain't just chilling. They're not just chilling over their body. <laughs> For what? Yeah. You've been with your body for as long as you've been alive. Yeah, look. You hear me? So, yeah, man. And a lot of, like I said, I grew up partially in church a lot. Like, my grandma and them tell, she tell you all the time, she like, somebody passed away, they, first thing they try to say to comfort you is they like, they're always with you. If they mm. always with me, why I gotta go to a cemetery, man? <laughs> exactly. The yeah. fuck? Didn't, man, no, yeah. man. Yeah, but like like you said, um, just basically what I'm saying is like I'm not saying you shouldn't have a respectable, you know, going away celebration. I'm saying that nobody that. should be, yeah, nobody should be bending over backwards, breaking the bank, losing a mind to put their loved ones in the ground. You and do not let anybody tell you embalming is a necessity. You can freeze bodies for much cheaper and it's going to be perfectly fine. You don't need the Guys, most expensive casket there is. You feel me? Nope. Like, get people you know, to donate what, things. It was a test. 
it was a test that I was going to say. They did a test. You can look it up on YouTube. And they was trying to see, you know, they got sealed and waterproof caskets. And none of them are really sealed and waterproof. Just so y'all know. None of them are waterproof. And, and what's fucked them- up is they want to tell you that shit just so you can picture your ca- the person's casket getting flooded. And then you don't want it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it like the fucking insurance protection. Like, oh, well, this insurance will protect you from any dings or scratches. And it's like, oh, yeah. I don't worry about it. That's cool. That's that's only $4. Uh, but this insurance will get you for any major accidents. And you're like, what? oh, shit, that's another that's $80. Scratcher. Right. Make this but, match a major accident. <laughs> <laughs> but then you be like, me. then you be like, shit, if I get in a major accident, I don't want to pay for it because it's going to be more than $80. And then so they get you with that. It's like, well, if it's yeah. a flood that's happened, the body's going to be floating and, you know, and then it may come up out of the ground. And then you're going to have the problem of them d- disposing of the body because they can't afford to put it back in the ground. Like type shit. Like, I don't know, but that's I how I feel like it goes. Yeah, I'll be like, look, if y'all want to deal with that, deal with it. Y'all go pick that. Y'all want to turn this into how high and fucking pull a damn body out the fucking ground and move it. And you know what I'm saying? God I'm be I smoke it first. Smoke. No. <laughs> then no. do it. That's, that's you want to do with your life, then go ahead, man. Go ahead, cemetery, man. But uh, yeah, man, I, you don't got to get no shit. But to be honest, like for real, y'all, just go get y'all some life insurance. Yeah, saying, if, if you had that option, get it. Even if it not even no, I'm not even giving them that breather to if you got that because guess what? All y'all niggas listening to this probably got fucking kids. And if y'all don't, all y'all niggas got a mama and a brother and a sister and all these people y'all motherfucking love. Even if y'all want to get thrown in the fucking trash bag or something, you still, still gonna get the money. Money. Mm-hmm. Free money. It ain't free, but you ain't paying shit but pennies on a dollar for this money. Go get y'all out here buying fucking Dior sneakers. Y'all let me charge y'all. $40 to clean sneakers, but y'all won't go get no fucking life insurance, you punk bitch. Go get some fucking life insurance. You punk okay? bitch. I'm so sick of all these fucking fish fries being sold and, and shit like that, man. Look, for some life insurance, because y'all y'all can really help y'all kids and shit like that. Y'all yeah, that that is about, the bigger picture, though, than the look, funeral. What we just talked about the last episode about all these, we said trust fund and kick whoever the fuck babies. Do you not know a lot of that money if it didn't if if some of it didn't come from somebody dying? It's some of their businesses started from somebody dying. Yeah. Imagine your parents got a five hundred thousand dollar life insurance and you they leave you the house and it's paid off. They die. You ain't got shit to do but to go try to make a start business. a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you ain't got to borrow money shit from nobody. Yeah. Well, you, you ever sit here and talk to people and they bring out this large amount of number that they say they just pulled out the fucking bank? Literally just heard about that happening. And like, of course we knew it, but in the white community more so, it's like, well, yeah, like the clubhouse, whoever made clubhouse is like, yeah, my parents just gave me two, $2 million. So I started something type shit. I don't know if that's the exact numbers, but that's like how it works. It's like, they just Nigga, had the money. I started my businesses. They sent that motherfucking, uh, what you call I took off work. I said I had COVID just because I was tired of work. I said, you know, I got COVID. Let's just try this shit. Mm-hmm. I said, at the very least, I said I could do two shoes and I can get my money back for this equipment. Or I could just go fucking fin- finesse Amazon and say, this shit broke. Get my money back. And you know what I'm saying? But it yeah. ended up being long lasting. But that's that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? You even said, you said you don't get wealth by holding on to money. Mm-hmm. All these people there, and then imagine you already got a job. 
Y'all got a right. decent job. You may even have your own house. Now you got their house too. Now you got $500,000 plus everything in there. Plus all they fucking, um, what if they had fucking Bitcoin stocks? You got all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't doing nothing but pushing them up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But y'all don't want to go pay 10 fucking dollars. Gee, I'll be, look, man. Look, if y'all can't afford, man, I don't want to say that. But make yourself be able to afford $20 worth of fucking life insurance. Because I don't know how much that's going to get you, but I know it's going to be more than 10. It's going to be more than whatever they not they already don't have. Yeah, man. Lead, lead them some, bro. Lead somebody mm. some, bro. Mm. You, you know, man, look. Y'all watching all these white kids. I just watched a kid get a whole fucking house in Homewood because her motherfucking <laughs> grandma died. That's like, the easiest way to set your family up, if nothing else. Like... Everybody, like we said, everybody can't be a boss. So yeah. if if you know that you don't have any desire to be a boss, which is perfectly fine, a boss or entrepreneur or inventor or whatever the fuck, that's the that's the very minimal you could do. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the best way to look at it because everybody not gonna walk that path of being hey, an entrepreneur. But so that's I the you that's what thing, you do to set your family up. Like I always say. Man, I don't be mean and be mean, but y'all nigga, everybody that's listening, everybody gonna fucking die. You know what I'm saying? And so just by saying you knowing you gonna die, man, you shit, you you already like I know I'm gonna die. So my kid, I got another kid coming, so I'm gonna increase my life insurance. You know what I'm saying? So it's more money. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you know it's gonna happen. You know, you might as well lead them, even if they adults when they get it. Now they, now they ain't gotta pay for no more. Look for no down pay. Look at what position we in. Our parents are good, are good and alive, which is great. You know what I'm saying? But um, what if something happened to uh somebody else that's our age and they try and buy a house? Then boom, now the money right there. You ain't out here mm-hmm. like us. Like, what the fuck are we gonna get down payment money from and all this mm-hmm. other shit? You know what I'm saying? It's just so much, man. I'm going for hours talking about all right. this shit, the benefits of that. But on the other on the other side, I was gonna do the black business shout out, but that is so far down my timeline. I'm gonna have to dig. Yeah, we it. did push this episode back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was gonna say, I don't know if you seen that Wendy Williams documentary. I did not. It was decent. I fuck with. Well, it's two of them. They both the same thing. It's one. It's like one is a doc and one is a biopic, right? Yeah. I fuck, I was watching the biopic. The biopic was decent. And I kind of kind of inspired me. Wendy was like, she she went after her, man. She mm-hmm. she knew how good she was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard she, she had a good home. story. Yeah, it was decent. I, Despite I how you feel about her. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't even feel no type of way. Not you, but people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was going to say, like, I don't feel no kind of way. Like, how could you feel some type of way about Wendy? What, dude, I don't feel a way, but I'm not you, a but fan. Like, no, I'm, 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 I'm talking about me. Like, oh, okay. I, I could see why people literally don't like her. Cause she kind of just creates shit for the for fucking ratings. Like yeah. I could see what, but me present, I don't hate her for that. I just kind of like, I rather watch somebody that just knows what they talking about. I don't like, yeah. I don't like that. She's like the she's capitalized off that drama click of yeah. of of tea and all that shit. Like I, I don't kind of I don't subscribe to that, so I don't fuck yeah. with it. Yeah, no, you I don't know. watch her at all. I don't watch her. But I, I do respect her as, like, yeah. you know, her hustle and her journey. I do respect yeah. it, but, you know, I'm not a fan. That's all. You know what I was thinking about that tea stuff, all these people that got these tea shows and blogs and shit like that. Mm. Um, That shit only go so far. Because only, like, okay, 
only some people want to hear about, like you saying, you don't listen to that shit. Only people that it's only certain people that want to hear about that shit. And to be honest, I only want to hear about it if you know the facts. Not, not, not even that. It's the same people that's in this tea drama bullshit over and over. It's like they want this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like a circle. It's always been saying it's like a culture. Yeah, it's like a small circle of because like you can hear about. I ain't even gonna say Kendrick or J. Cole because they you just don't hear about them at all. Mm-hmm. But just think about all the other rappers you never hear shit about. It's so yeah, many, but you always hear shit about the same few. Like you always hear Cardi name and something. I'm not sure to what degree, but you gotta look at like her boyfriend and how he move around and his the people they around. They these are not people Sorry, I'm gonna yeah. sit here and think that they're I don't wanna say Scott because they are smart, but they don't move in a, in like a super mature way. I I will say they kind of are kind of messy, not Cardi, but like offset like some of the shit they do. And like, mm-hmm. I don't really expect certain shit from them. Like right. I expect that shit from them. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't expect Master P name to be in shit though. I don't right. expect Z name it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, you never see it in shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like always this same circular. And to be honest, Without even knowing I do it, I don't even fuck with none of them people. <laughs> he said, "Without even knowing I, I do." Don't even, I didn't even know. I'm just sitting thinking all the people that. Yeah, I like shit. like when K Michelle was always, in, I never was listening to her. I had a small crush on her at a point yeah, in time. Yeah, she was fine. But other than that, right? That was it. You know <laughs> that was I'm it. <laughs> like you probably, you probably subconsciously not even listening to the a lot of these niggas either. You yeah. Know, maybe the two ones we probably do listen to. It's probably Cardi name is in shit, not because of her, because of stupid people. But yeah, it ain't even her. Yeah, it, but <laughs> the people that she be around, like the baby and debate, like you, I expect him to see. Like I don't listen to none of their music. It's mm-hmm. like I've kind of toned down on the baby. I'm not liking where he's been going. Yeah, 50 Cent I, as far as music, do this shit and still have an ear for get an ear for me. Fifty the only person. <laughs> Who? Fifty Cent. He the only person. 50. That can still- <laughs> Man, that's because 50's calculated 50 yeah 50 50 don't be in drama he's just a fucking troll and he knows he's a troll and Damn. he just keeps that moniker no, he, like he know his shit because whenever 50 put up some shit he don't lose you can go back and forth, you're gonna lose because it's like he knows he, what he the- almost <laughs> lost with the trump shit but he, he kind of lost with trump. the trump shit that but that's the only time i could recall for real for real that's the only time when he said I think what did he say that he basically he, he was like he was supporting Trump because he didn't want his taxes to go up and then he had to kind of retract it and apologize for saying that shit. He, he kind of I mean, had to yeah. apologize. I mean, if he said that, I wouldn't be mad at that though. I don't agree. I with mean, that. I, I got it, but he of course he did it in fifty fashion, like fuck out of here, like fuck Biden type shit. Like yeah. that's why it was worse. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even then, niggas was not turning off fifty cent. But but uh, other uh, other than that. That's of these people, they just being crusty, rusty, dusty, not, nobody give a fuck shit. You know, like fucking uh man, I don't even know because I can't even go to none of this. I had to look, but I always see some shit on there that I just be like, this is stupid, man. We didn't have to put this out. Um you said your song of the week is careless and gang signs. Yeah, G. Freddie is just, just put- uh, old some old Freddie and some new Freddie, like. She like that nigga just Facebook. don't miss the mark for me. He say uh he put up gang signs. He said, "How can you not listen to this ten times in a row?" Bro, I can't. <laughs> no, that's for first of all, it's short, so you automatically got to listen at least three times because it's short. Then after that, it's like 
this shit is so fucking smooth. Like, I, I, I learned that hook after the second listen. <laughs> I knew the hook just like that after the second listen. I'm like, this nigga Freddie, man. You, I it's not bad i just he i just could have lived he, without it i just could live without he say, it he said what he say he say what he is so that what he did i bet what he, the fuck he say that shit yeah, was so cold okay. when he came mm-hmm. in i don't he, know he was basically saying like what he is he dope i sold that what he i what he say so, so, i moved that and then you know what i'm saying but yeah, man. That, man yeah, no, nah, I'm never gonna not Q. I just, I just love Freddie so much that I know he could have carried it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love Q, but Freddie is just like, I almost he never needs a feature to me. He, he don't nah, need yeah. features, and I was just like the re- and I wasn't in love with Schoolboys verse, so it was just like. I could have just did with it. I just wanted Fred. I just wanted more Freddie on that shit. But because look, this is what I he think. Ain't, he ain't messed the song up by any means, though. No, but this is what I meant when I was telling you. It's like, it's like you could have heard straight Fred, but I think like a different voice added like a depth to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially by being short. Like when I listen to music and like you, like I told you, I was like working on the tape and like how you may see me like I'm able to like fuse like music or, or like be like, oh, this will go with that real quick, and it, it's just. A certain ear of hearing like the depth, like you can all it's almost like how niggas can just freestyle there, like how you do that, like I just see it in my head. It's like yeah, yeah, you just know, like it's just something you just it's hard to explain. But schoolboy Q was um he was a good person to put on like a song that's short because because it's gonna change the depth. Like, believe it or not, I ain't gonna say believe it or not. I think if it was just straight Fred, I think you would have liked it. I don't think it would have had as much replay value because it would have started to sound. I get, kind I of totally get what you're so saying. Short, you know what? But especially because think, it had a hook and it wasn't like a straight rap. Like he didn't just go over the beat. If he would, if if it didn't have a hook, maybe I get what you're saying. Like yeah. if it didn't have a hook, he could have just went. But since it had a hook, it gave it a little bit more because it's only what two and a half minutes, if that. It's almost like when you see somebody with like perfect verses, and then you hear like you. Matter of fact, who song was it? Because when I, I think, think about it was J Rock, go ahead. No, it just sounds like uh Rabbit Run or sounds yeah. like uh Rose Clico. Like it's like they ain't had no hooks on it, but it was like they just kept spitting on yeah. these on this hard ass beat and it just flowed. And it's like yeah. you ain't got room to because and it's short, so you don't have yeah. room to be trying to put somebody else on it. But if it would have just been Freddie for that, sh- even because even like Death Row, it's not just Freddie, you yeah, know, so- like. So you gotta have that little spike, like yeah. Well, I was gonna you say gotta, you gotta, you, you don't want it to feel monotonous because it's so short. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't, I think it was J Rock album. No, it was Schoolboy Q album. Again, he on his second album, there was like, well, what a Kendrick feature, and he he was like, Kendrick on there, and like, and I remember the interview, he was like, he on there for what I want him on there for. <laughs> so everybody thought yeah. he was gonna have like this. Yes. Oh, you talking about on a uh, fucking redemption? Yeah. No. Uh, I'm I'm talking about Q. Not, you said, not okay, when you said you first used yeah, I was thinking about J Rock. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant I meant I meant uh Q, but yeah. when you listen to the song, this nigga Kendrick is on there for like 20 seconds and that's it. And mm-hmm. it's like the verses, so but I hard. think Rock used them like that. that. Little, I think it was yeah, for uh, exactly. King's Dead, maybe that's what that's what made me say rock because I know Rock yeah. do that too. Yeah, like, everybody was expecting friends, yeah, and you would think that he gonna get on here and perform this full fucking crazy verse for his friend, mm-hmm. just like. They like no 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 you don't 
like I'm gonna carry this show. I'm just gonna let him put that. And that says a lot too, because yeah. motherfuckers still make great music. Yeah. Like you said, using him how they because I fuck that redemption album is probably one of my favorite albums ever. I was finna buy that fucking vinyl, man. It's so many Bruh, vinyls. I I'm fucking you, that redemption is one of my favorite albums ever. So yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably I think I think I think before this is over, when y'all move. I think I'm gonna like try and sway you even more, and I think you're gonna get on some vinyls too. No, just you have to buy me all. I got too many hobbies. <laughs> I got you too know, many to support this. I do it. You gonna buy my? You gonna buy into my vinyl hobby then? If oh, that's nah. the case, <laughs> so I, I got too many. G. Like what all you got? You got? I got well. video games. I have collectibles. I have Nerf. How often you buy collectibles or Nerf? When I see them, I buy collectibles when I see them. Nerf, Nerf, um, guns. Collectibles, video games, and um, jewelry, nigga. <laughs> I don't buy jewelry oh, often, yeah. but it costs a lot to get it. <laughs> so I don't own but, no jewelry no more. I don't even have earrings no more. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, don't have, I don't have earrings and nothing. What's my job, baby? Like you have to take your earrings out, and I just like oh fuck know? no. I just left them out. Then uh, I lost the pair. Then I was like, I just, I just, I mean, I, I would like some, but uh, you say I'm not. Like I'll be like, that was nice. They I'd be like three hundred. I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That means it's like it's like you interested, but once you hear how much it is, like, uh. like I'm interested in vinyls, but when I think about how much it cost me, I'm like, nah, bro. Yeah, no, it, it can get it can get ugly. <laughs> exactly. Get ugly. So it's just like, like the ones you want, like. Yeah, G. It's 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 exactly. Before I got here, say I'm finna. I was finna pay eighty dollars for a Mac Miller vinyl. See, I, was, uh, I like, never. Before it's done. Before it's done, I'm gonna get me a West Side Gun, and I'm going for crazy numbers. I'm gonna it, get me. I want to get my favorite West Side Gun. It'll get uh, it'll get to that point, and it's like I know right now hearing my hearing you say eighty dollars for a vinyl, I don't see myself doing that in any lifetime. Yeah. Like I'm like, nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it can get up there, but I look at this like uh, shoes is uh and shoes, like I nigga. Said, I forgot about no, shoes. <laughs> I said shoes. I think I said shoes for you too. But I was gonna say I look just like shoes. Like I can always resell this shit. That's get true. More money back. You know. That's, that's not like an excuse to just be like go spend three hundred. But you can. It's it's returnable. Just like shoes. Yeah. It's yeah you get some money off of it. Yeah. But I I don't have no other hobbies. You know what I'm saying? I I do got some collectibles, but like they just more so like I'm not really that big into it because I don't have nowhere to put their ass right now. So. Mm-hmm. They'll just be in a box in my fucking underneath my TV in my TV stand. But mm-hmm. when I do move, I am gonna get a couple. But hell yeah, man. Uh you trying to wrap this up? Yeah, that's about it. You got you you got okay. I was gonna say I had one more thing. You ain't gotta go yeah. too crazy. What did you think about the ending? Spoiler alert, American skin. What did you think about the ending of American skin? I just want some white people to die for once, bro. <laughs> He said for once. <laughs> I just want I just want to see what they what they I just want to see what everybody wants to see, bro. We all uh, right. Okay, so get smoked behind this shit. And we want to see we I want to see white people get smoked. And what what I want it'll turn into some unrealistic shit. Yeah. Like I want yeah, yeah. white people to get smoked, which could be realistic, but the, the ending part would be like the police. Black people still, still getting killed. Yep, black people still getting killed. Not only that, the person that killed them, they're gonna, it's not like they're gonna go jail free. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, unless, unless they go, unless it gets fake, like I say, like some nigga gets a helicopter 
And they fucking <laughs> take this nigga to Istanbul. On the Istanbul. <laughs> and now he can live his own life out there. And you know what I'm saying? But, you know, man, it's just fucked up, man. Because, you know, to be honest, bro, like, it was a good movie. You know, my, my man's did Spike. He number one. He not number two or three. He's number one for me. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just... I just... It's just whack, bro, because then I get all personal and it's like, bro, this this was really happening in the world. Like, we really never finna get no real fucking justice, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't want to see that shit again, bro. I want to see, like, I really want to see what I want to happen. I want some fucking justice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, I knew that I was going, I'm like, he's just going to get killed or he's not going to kill them. I, like, the, as soon as it came on, and he kind and he wasn't as aggressive as I wanted him. I wanted him slapping them in there and shit. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he ain't gonna kill nobody. guns in their mouth. And I was like, he's probably gonna. When he was like, I'll let you live. I was like, yeah, he, he's definitely not gonna kill him. Once he uh-huh. did that, I was like, he's not gonna kill this nigga. And then Both, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And then what? No, I'm saying he didn't care. He tried. I mean, he tried the fucking gun and go off, but like. Well, he did that on purpose. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say, if you want to kill somebody, the gun is nah. gonna go off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he knew it wasn't loaded. Grab another gun, yeah. Oh, because that way he knew if he got caught, he knew if he got caught, he couldn't say like you know he was trying to kill somebody. They couldn't put that on him. Yeah. But yeah, I just I, go just ahead. Well, well, real quick, I was gonna say, and I just well another reason why I just really wanted them to get smoked because like I just didn't like neither one of their fucking personalities, him or the other white guy, the dude that was what jumping behind him, Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. what a bitch ass black. Uh, Captain, like yeah. me personally, if I was going out like that, I definitely would kill all three of them. Because <laughs> me personally, I, them were the people I'm afraid of. Like I was just talking to Trip, my my boy was over here yesterday, and I told him I said nobody has ever seen how traumatic I am with cops in person, but him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because the police, we was like 16. He, I trailed two years old. Me, he was like 18. I was like 16. He had a car, and the window didn't roll down. We get pulled over. The cops like. They pull guns out, bro. And I, I just, man, I, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get my fingers up because the window, I'm like, putting them out the window. I'm like, the window don't roll on the window. And Trail is like laughing and shit. And I like, I had time. I'm like, bro, you don't know how much bogus shit I done seen them do. You know what I'm right. saying? So I get so fucking, bro, I got pulled over. I'm shaking this shit. I couldn't like see this. myself laughing at that. Man, look. Well, I, Trail, I could understand Trail, him not understanding, but. No, he didn't. He didn't understand. Trail is it. He, but not laughing. You you know you had yeah he has no I chill. I know I was gonna say I know it's trail too. That yeah, wouldn't have been anybody honest. else. <laughs> yeah, he the same shit he puts out, he is willing to accept, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, uh so yeah, but uh it's just people like that is the people that I just hate. And I promise when I deal with people like that in the streets and shit like that. Them the only people I walk away and I just be like, man, I hope this nigga die. I hope somebody just come do something. I just think bad shit because it's like, why are they out here on this earth acting like this? Yeah. Nobody did nothing to you, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Them them cops that you in the mall and they talking about some, well, uh, uh, well, where you going? You you can't be walking like that. You like, yo, I'm just trying to find. No, no, giving you a hard time for no reason. You ain't mm-hmm. even did nothing. This mm-hmm. nigga on there talking about some Mexicans like you and this and this and all this nigga. You a Mexican? <laughs> and I think I said on one on one episode is Mexicans matter other Mexicans do you look down your lineage bro somebody in your family got smuggled in this bitch bro just like mm-hmm. you can sit here and say you ain't black or you you ain't a slave ancestor go look unless you came from some fucking where else which I don't know 
you somebody in your family was damn near slave, whether it was a Haitian slave or African slave, the fucking slave. You know what I'm saying? But I just man, I get so angry when I see people like them, bro, because they just like why are they here? Like the dude, mm-hmm. the white man was scared. The Hispanic dude was just he just he just had the energy where he just like he just a dick. Yeah, and then he was the black guys just really supporting it, and which is even worse. Like he was like the cop supporting the right, bullshit. Right, the right, Hispanic right, guy right, was right. the racist, and the white guy was just fucking scared. <laughs> yeah, I think. And then he even said, talking about some, if y'all, if you didn't have that beat up car out here in this neighborhood, then I, bro, if they had a nice car and it was black, bro. you would have thought That's they why stole I it. Smoke. I, I think as a like yeah. as a watcher of a film as a black man watching it i felt exactly how you feel i'm like he should have been killing these motherfuckers like like let us feel good because that's how we felt with get out we was like yes this is how a black person will probably be like yes it feels good this black person didn't die and he wasn't asking questions and all this stupid shit he just was killing motherfuckers so it felt good but as as feel like as a piece of yeah. art i understood the ending like I, as a not as a not if I think about it as art, I understood mm-hmm. the ending, and so I kind of accepted it. But before, when I saw what it was about, I'm like, oh, this nigga holding up police station because of somebody he loved getting killed. If he don't die, I'm gonna be cool with the, every anything that happened in the movie. I was like, if he don't get killed, I'm cool with anything. That's what I said when I first saw it, and it still happened. And they put they let me put my guard down. I appreciated the fact that they let me put my guard down with him dying. And then when it happened, I was like, I get it. I was like, fuck, I'm mad as hell, but I get it as what a piece of art. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I put my guard down when he was like, I'm going to take whatever they give me. You know, I, I just felt like I'm like, oh, he's going to walk out of here and get arrested. And I put my guard down and it was like, that's why. And then once he didn't go first, I'm like, this is weird. I, I mean, yeah, I, I thought the, the police officer was going to like hold him and take him out, even though he said he didn't want to go out there as his enemy. And then once the police, when he like, he's not armed, we're all coming out. He's not, I'm like, oh, they're not going to kill him. He's telling them he's not armed, his hands up. And they still did it. And I think that was the message. It was like, no matter what the fuck we do, we're wrong. Like no matter what. And I think that's how he got the message across. Because if he didn't get killed, bro, it would have been like, it would have been like, see, it still could have gave white people leeway to be like, you do what you're supposed to do and you won't get killed. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think that he had to die to really make y'all understand. It's like, we are never okay. He did every, he didn't do everything right. But I'm saying like, he he didn't go in there trying to off people, even though they scared of us doing that one day. He wasn't trying to kill cops. He wasn't even harming any cops. He just wanted them to understand what the fuck was happening. And I like that. And this is, and he had to die for them to slander his, his, his name and his image for them. And that's why he documented it. So it all got documented. So it's like, y'all could say all this shit about me. Cause I, and he had to go for that because if he didn't die, he could have still spoke. Yeah. People would have got his story out. So it's like, I'm dead now, but look, everything that I did is on camera. Y'all heard this white man on camera say that he's damn near he's racist he's scared this system is fucked up and blue blah. he did us wrong and my son died as a result of what the police are doing to us yeah. and now that message is out and he had to yeah. die for it to get out effectively the only thing is like man i try to talk like this to my big homie and he was like bro them niggas know exactly what they're doing bro 
the, like the police. We we not. I mean, the people that we try and get the message out to that, that no matter what black people do, we're gonna be we're gonna be um wrong. It's like the people that we gotta worry about sending there too. They already know this. It's not. They're not. It's and not they like don't they're care. 14. They just don't care. So that's mm-hmm. why I kind of like. I mean, I I do get it. That's not a bad message. It do make sense. But it's just like me as a person that know like it's just like. I mean, they're not watching that movie. You know and that's what, what I said. I said, this it's movie wasn't for us. That movie was for black people. I mean, for white people. I'm sorry. I'm like, this movie but wasn't they, like for us to get a message. It was for them. Yeah, but they're not, <laughs> the people that we want to get the message is not going to watch it. All the white yeah, or if they watch it, it, they still going to not fuck with how it went down. I don't down. even see them watching it. I see the white people that are watching is the people that's like, oh, this is a great piece. We're going to write a think piece. They're going to get an award. The white people that's handing out the awards for this movie is the white people that watched it, which is probably, I'm not going to say they're not racist, but these are not the white people that I think that's the issue. You got to be worried about. These are not the Karens. These are not the cops. Mm-hmm. Just gonna, these are not just people that just going to jump on your ass because you're black. Because to be honest, by them watching black, I ain't going to say, I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to just bag up. So I'll <laughs> say something else. But um, the people that I, I think that really need this message, I don't think they really gonna watch this. And like you said, if they if they did by any chance, they not sitting here like you know what well, all these years we've been wrong, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. So no, smoke them and let them know. Be like, this could happen, guys. <laughs> like, what if they do this? We, we need to knock it off. Like, <laughs> like yeah. perfect example. Since you wrote into it. And black, the Black Messiah, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah is coming out. I don't know how much you know about Fred Hampton, but I give niggas a little lesson on them. They killed this nigga at 21 years old. They got the FBI to come in, come smoke him at 21 years old while he laying in bed. They got a black person that crazy? to slip him a barbiturate mm-hmm. in his drink because this nigga was riding out of state like a little bitch and was looking for a way out. And motherfucking teamed up with the fucking police and got got infiltrated the motherfucking uh the, the motherfucking really? par, uh, party and motherfucking he ended up becoming one of Fred bodyguards. This nigga motherfucking poor he not poisoned as a black to man sure too. And tw- the thing is 20 fucking one. You so scared of a 21 year you go get the FBI. And, and the thing was um like uh, to go off with like this could happen. Fred was getting the shit to a point where like bullshit wasn't even tolerated. I don't even know if y'all niggas know about the color party. Fred wouldn't even just strictly black. He'd be like, he'd be like black power to black people, white power to white people, Latino power to Latino people. When he had gangs out here, when they, when people want to talk about gangs used to help us, that's when Fred was out here on the streets, when he had the black peace stones and he had the young Lords, which is some uh, Hispanic gang all riding together for black people. I mean, for all each other. It wasn't, you look at some of them rallies, it wasn't just always straight black people. Like you said, it's white power to white people, white power to black people, brown power to brown people, everybody. You know what I'm saying? He was against all all uh types of inequality. You know what I'm saying? Amongst all people. Everybody out here that went to school and y'all got free lunch, y'all got that shit because my nigga Fred, man. My nigga Fred was the one that got the motherfucking free lunch uh the free lunch improved i mean the free lunch the free breakfast improved his videos and him yo young come on youngster come come uh come eat come get you something to eat because they knew back in the day niggas ain't really had no money that's when you had all these projects around all these black people and all these not even just black people a lot of people just didn't have money you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. fresh off of depression he's making sure these youngsters get something to eat. and right now with covid going on what was the main thing why they gave people more link there's like oh because kids was using this without this they might have not have lunch at home they ain't had you no know? meal right 
without Fred, it'll be a lot of y'all young niggas not even eating breakfast at school. Them super donuts y'all love and shit, man. Without Fred, you know what I'm saying? But uh, on top of that, uh, Fred was just becoming the force that, like, at one point, they said if Fred was still in Chicago, it wouldn't even be like it would be right now because he had he had all the black people come together. And right after they took him, what all you see? You see the black P-Stones, they start selling drugs to each other. And they, get, they start, the, all the gang troops then fucked up and all types of shit. That's when Chicago got way more fucked up mm. and niggas just start dying all over the place. But if black people came together, like almost have Fred and Huey P. Newton had all these niggas coming together, then white people, that's why I think they need to see that shit. And black people need to see that shit because black people, we can sit here, all we do is, we do a lot of fucking talking. Like, we, we, then we talk over the dumbest shit. Nigga, the 1200 check. You know, man, you really should be taking your check and buying stocks <laughs> and buying, buying. No, no, the worst one is y'all over here talking about y'all trying to pay rent. You need to be going about land. <laughs> like, bro, I'm gonna get a fucking square. A square. We get black people that, that, that talk shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you get black people that be like, man, if we get black people all the time, I would have did this. I would have did that. You know what Fred P. Hampton said? He said, he said, nigga, I ain't gonna die from cancer. He said, no, cancer gonna kill me in my lungs. He <laughs> said, I'm not gonna die from a heart attack. Ain't no heart gonna kill me. He said, I am gonna die for the people. He said, I am gonna die in the struggle. He said, I am gonna die. Uh, what the fuck? I forgot the exact words, but he was basically saying, like, like, ain't he knew he was gonna die early. He mm. knew he was gonna have to die for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, and I hope all y'all listening, y'all gonna die for the struggle. Y'all gonna die for y'all brothers. Y'all gonna die for, for each other. And it's just like that. If you got a million people moving like that, you got a million people out here not at them rallies. At the riot, I mean, at the rallies with for Trump and shit, all them people, but they not scared to die. They ready to fight. You think the police? I don't give a fuck how many guns they got. There's not a a fight for them. They're losing so many people. You know, you got people mm-hmm. ready for this shit. That's the difference between the men then and the men now. The men back in Martin Luther King Day, them was they. they I mean, they might have not been the best husbands, but them was like men, men that like will stand on their shit. They yeah. like. Yo, I'm gonna die for this shit. All them old ass movies you see when you see all these big old black men, they ready to die. Ready out here, to die. Die. like yeah. when I watched the movie, that is one thing I said when I watched that movie. I said, I, I said, said the same thing. Did he? I said, who the fuck? You just go, hey man, you know, we finna just go. Bro, I die. said this. I said it out loud to my mama. It was me, my mom, my sister, and my lady. I'm like, I'm like, them, I'm like, fuck you get these friends from. I'm like, these yeah. niggas is, and this is supposed to be 2020. 2021 yeah. i'm like oh i'm like this nigga got real friends like yeah. they ready to die with him yeah no but, questions asked no fear i was like damn it was <laughs> right back to my boy fred yeah. fred and his whole gang was all like uh uh i forgot who matter of fact Farrakhan, that's why you see all these black powerful leaders and they get so they got that they whole crew was like that they gonna die about that uh, i think uh Farrakhan said he said oh you could kill me, but it's one thing. He said, you gonna die too. He said, mines are coming after yours. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, I forgot one of these niggas. He said, he said, oh, Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. He said, when y'all go low, we take y'all to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like these niggas ain't playing, man. That's what you gotta yeah. get, man. You got into, at some point, man, that's what you gotta turn that aggression on, man. That's the thing. We keep on trying to tell people, white turning the damn the Indians. We like, 
no, don't punch me. Don't punch us, white people. You know, we should be, no, punch them the fuck back. Fuck back. Punch mm. them the fuck back. That's why, like, I mean, it was a cool ending, you know what I'm saying? But I just really wish for all those reasons that they would have just smoked them, put some, let black people see that. Because I think if black people say, like, you know what? You know what? Yeah, it might, it might light that fire under <laughs> some, some people. Fire. And who better to light that fire better than Spike who could come out with a sequel and show niggas like, you know, if y'all really thought about this. Oh, no, nah, that's crazy. A sequel you know, would be nuts because if nothing would spark a seek, if nothing would spark a, a fire on people is seeing him get killed because that the documentary got put out, that would be nuts. Yeah. Hey, nigga, hit up Spike, G. Hit up I'm Spike so you, you could get your fucking, uh, your residuals, you. G. Get your residuals. Because for some reason, I don't see a sequel, but that would be fire. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. I'm kind of impressed with myself. Nigga, you think you think this is a joke, nigga? No, I'm talking. I'm joking. I'm pretty. No, I know, but I'm saying I'm impressed with myself. The listeners probably like, yo, he kind of know. So like, all y'all listening, y'all know I knew about this shit before this movie dropped. We could easily refer back to this. Matter of fact, I'm titling this American Skin Two. That's what the title finna be. I don't care what the fuck the title is. <laughs> I'm just saying, so it's easily documented. Yeah. So when when the shit come out and you type it in, you predicted it. And Spike yep. needs to hit you with these residuals. He definitely needs to. He needs to just let me be his fucking son or something. <laughs> his son. I'll come to Knicks games with you and shit, bro. <laughs> it's cool. I was just talking about the Knicks. They talking about Derrick Rose got traded to the Knicks, and I just got upset. They was like, wow. My brother was like, wow. I was like, bro, that's for basketball players go to die. <laughs> Will you go to die when you become yeah. a Yeah. Every Nick, except for Przing, uh, Przingis that got out of there before he died, nobody was really productive over there. Like, the nobody went to the Knicks and took off. They had a sick, no, they all went to die. Ever since Latrell. Even if you did good, it was like, oh, well. Jeremy Lin, he, Glenn said he left, died. Melo, Melo was died. doing decent, but, it, right, it, but it was like... He had like one season in the playoffs, but that was it. Yeah, and I was like, now look at Melo now, fighting for a life in the NBA. <laughs> Damn, poor Melo. He spent that time and over there at the Knicks. What, what happened last time? Derrick Rose at the Knicks almost lost his whole career. Came out. Derrick Rose just got he just said, got back died. hot when he he got to the Timberwolves and he started showing off. Yeah, he, he, he got to hit that that quick revive game cash. Hit that quick revive on that nigga. <laughs> Came back with one of that quick revives. That nigga would be out there, yo. Like, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, man, that's that's it for me. I ain't got no dad jokes, man. No, uh, we we good. We 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 uh we covered a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, go watch that black uh Judas, Judas. Black Messiah, man. Y'all go yeah. check up on Fred P. Hampton. Go look up all y'all Chicago people. Go learn some fucking information about Chicago. if you got hbo max give me your password so i can watch this movie yeah i Same. got um i don't know if the free trial will work because they said it's no at no extra cost to current subscribers so that means sounds like if you try to get on now it might yeah. cost you i don't know and then I, <laughs> I was actually gonna pay for it but bro their price is 15 dollars yeah no nah. yeah no nah. if if it's and in the free trial i'll see free- yeah, see, because I ain't got I, I I use my free trial trying to watch something else on there. I got multiple emails, so <laughs> I'll try. So, but yep, that's about it for this episode, man. 
It's your boy Steph. And it's Logics. Speak to what you know, be open to what you don't. And remember, nothing applies to everyone but life and death. This is Cultural Conversations. Be safe. Thank you.